we're not going to a lot of different places. Like we have a home base set up here now in an apartment and that makes me feel comfortable. That makes me feel safe. It makes me feel like we're having the same life that we would have in the U.S. except where it's sunny, warm, and... We can go to the beach. We can go to the beach. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 463. The Happy Planet Index uses three criteria, life expectancy, experienced well-being, and ecological footprint to determine the overall happiness levels of 151 countries across the globe. And the number one country in the world is Costa Rica. Pura Vida, baby. While in Costa Rica, one of the neatest things we've experienced, aside from surfing every day, is the fact that there are a lot of people from around the world who have been able to come to Costa Rica and continue leading their normal life while getting to do it in a place with great weather and amazing beaches. These are people who are now able to work remote. And these are people who have kids in school who are able to now go to school remote. And remote education isn't just the future nowadays. It's also the present. And so if you're someone who sat there and you've seen remote education start to take off, especially fueled in this last year by the fact that people can't physically go into a lot of these buildings and you say, man, I've always wanted to do that. And you've wanted to go and get a bachelor's degree or even an advanced degree. Oregon State eCampus is one of the top 10 in U.S. News and World Report when it comes to universities in the U.S. for remote learning. And they have over 70 different programs that you can choose from, everything from psychology to environmental science. And you can do it all from anywhere in the world because their program is fully, fully remote. So if you want to check that out, if you're saying, hey, this sounds right up my alley, go to ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash peanuts. That's ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash peanuts. If you go through our special link, we get some love from the folks over there in Oregon State. So thank you for that. Again, it's ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash peanuts to check out all the programs that they have on offer. Lightning struck in an open plain And we forgot this old city's name See your breath on window pane Let's just talk till it strikes again On my way through I saw you on my way Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today, going back to our roots for the first time in a long time, joining me on the exact same microphone, my wife and constant travel companion, Heather. Yes, that's right, everybody. We are slumming it, I say in quotes, here in Costa Rica. And while we may only have one microphone, we are certainly living in... Uh, the good life, the Pura Vida life here next to the beach, next to the pool in beautiful Costa Rica. We've got one microphone because we originally thought we were only going to stay a month. And because of that, I thought, well, we don't have to record any podcasts. We've already have some recorded. So we only need one microphone. I'm not going to bring our whole setup 
and then we decided to stay longer and then we decided to stay even longer and so thankfully my parents who are coming down to visit us will be bringing our podcasting equipment down with them but heth i mean this is this is kind of fun we're sitting on the couch we've got one microphone we have to be like shoulder to shoulder here as we talk into this microphone and we're going to be recording a podcast that a lot of you have asked questions about and that is how we decided to go to costa rica during COVID, why we decided, how we decided on Costa Rica specifically, and also what our experience was like, especially traveling with kids during these crazy times. Yes, I know it's it's a bit controversial that we went anywhere during a worldwide pandemic, but we did so with a lot of like careful thought and intention. And, you know, we just decided that for us, it was worth it. And we'll get into all of the details and why we decided to come. But I have to say upon recording this podcast that I do not regret coming here at all. And we've been really, really enjoying the trip down here. Yeah, I think we want to be cognizant of people and their opinions on whether people should be traveling during this time or not. But we also are not going to hide behind the fact that we made this decision for ourselves consciously um, and with intention and that we feel for us it has been an excellent, excellent decision. So that's all the caveats and things that we want to put out there before getting into it. Um, you know, that's kind of out out there so that we're saying that. We do realize that there have been people on Instagram who say, I can't believe you would travel. I can't believe you would do this. We hear you. We hear your opinion. We respect your opinion. And one of the reasons we wanted to specifically do this podcast was to shed light on our thought process. If there are people out there who are saying, I might want to travel, but I'm not sure. Because for some people, it might not be worth it. And for some people, you might decide that you don't want to travel during this time. And that's totally fine. We're not saying one way or the other, you should or you should not. We're going to tell you our thought process behind it and why we decided on that. So let's get into the things that we considered before coming here and also why we decided on Costa Rica specifically. Yeah, so for the first, I mean, we didn't, I personally didn't fly for the entire year of 2020. So the pandemic happened and, you know, we were like, we we want to be safe. We don't want to go anywhere. We don't need to travel. So I did not take a single flight. And the only flights that Travis took were before the pandemic started. In fact, he was in California, in L.A., when the, you know, World Health Organization said that it was a pandemic. And then he came home and, you know, we basically quarantined and didn't go anywhere. So for us to make this decision to travel, you know, we waited and we waited and we waited and we kept hoping like everyone in the world that things would be getting better. And then when the new year came, you know, we were just thinking it's really not getting <laughs> much better. In fact, it seems to be getting worse, but we're willing to make a decision to go on a trip and a bit of a long-term trip, which has turned in to be even longer and we decided to stay longer because we felt that it was safer. And, and, you know, we'll talk about that, I think, a little further on in the podcast. But the reason that we decided to come in the first place is because we thought we will get on the flight. It'll be one day of travel. And then when we get to Costa Rica, we will basically live the same existence of being careful and wearing a mask and washing our hands and, you know, doing safe activities just in another place than our permanent home. I think the two important things to realize for me 
and the things that I, the realizations I came to of why we decided that we were eventually going to travel was one, you mentioned it, we are going to come for a longer amount of time. Now, this is relative for everyone, but for us, a longer amount of time and what made it worth it to to risk getting on an airplane, both coming down here and, and coming back to the US, we said, if we're going to do that, we want to stay for at least a month. And so we have done that. And now we're actually going to be staying for three months. So for us, that risk was worth it because we were coming for a longer time. The second thing that we decided on was that we wanted to go to a place that was a warm weather climate. I mean, obviously we wanted to go to warm weather climate because we, if you've listened to this podcast at all, enjoy warm weather climates, enjoy beaches, enjoy things like that, but also because we wanted to be able to lead an existence that was mostly outdoors. And that has been totally true with our time here in Costa Rica. We are outside probably, other than when we're sleeping, of course, 90% of the day. We're at the pool. We are at the beach. We are walking around. We are doing all types of outdoor activities. And for us, that feels a lot safer than being crammed indoors during bad weather um, and things like that. So I know that you know it, it is safer anyway to be outdoors. We know that as as a fact anyway, but it's also feels safer and it allows us to say, okay, we feel a bit freer, even if we're outside with masks and things like that, at least we're outside versus being stuck in our house. And so those were the two big considerations that I looked at before coming and before deciding to travel. Yes. And, you know, we we do want to acknowledge the fact that we are very, very grateful that we are able to do this because we know that a lot of people out there are not able to travel, don't want to travel, you know, are suffering from the pandemic, you know, with their family or their extended family. So, you know, we we feel really blessed and I almost feel a little bit guilty (laughs) at our existence. But, you know, we've worked really hard to live this lifestyle and we've always been somebody as a couple who can work remotely. And I know a lot of people out there are working remotely, most of the world, as if you can, because of the pandemic. But this has always been the goal for our life. And so we're just even more grateful that we're able to live it now, um, especially with the way that the world is. Yeah. One of the things that we had to do, and we've been asked this question a lot of what did you have to do before you traveled? And so, you know, this is super time sensitive. So if you're listening to this later, even if it's like a week later, or if you're thinking about going to a different country, you really have to do your due diligence and check what is going to happen for that country and what you need. But for us coming to Costa Rica, one of the things that we had to do, you don't need a negative COVID test. Now we we did get tested for COVID before and we're negative, but you didn't need a negative COVID test. You didn't have to prove that you had a negative COVID test in order to to come to Costa Rica, but you did have to get insurance in order to get in here that covered you in the case of getting COVID and basically special COVID health insurance that if you were to get COVID here, they they were also going to pay for your accommodation. So you couldn't come to this country of Costa Rica and, um, and not have this insurance. It is mandatory. Some of it's through the government. There's also some international health insurances that you can get, which we got. We found those to be cheaper. And so we did have to do that. And we had to fill out a health questionnaire, which which was actually the process that the Costa Rican government has put in place. I will give them credit for this was pretty seamless. Like you went through, you filled out this questionnaire for every passenger, all four of us. So even the two kids. And then, you know, you had to upload the fact that you had insurance and then they sent you like a little QR code. 
and then you put that QR code on your phone or I actually print it out on paper too, just to have a backup. And then when you got to the airport, every step of the way before we got on the plane in the US and then when we got to Costa Rica, they scanned that. So they were making sure that everyone had this insurance. So those are some of the steps that we had to take and hoops we had to jump through for Costa Rica specifically. But had you were a little, maybe not more cognizant, but you were also thinking of things that we had to do just for general travel. Like what did you feel comfortable with traveling and the safety precautions that you wanted to take or that we wanted to take in order to just go anywhere? Yes. Yeah, so obviously wearing a mask is the most important thing followed by washing your hands, having the hand sanitizer. So even on the flights, we wore the N95 mask because I felt more comfortable having that medical grade mask than just having, you know, a little cloth mask. So I made sure both Travis and I had that. Wit wore his regular, you know, children's mask and he was very good about keeping it on. And I have to say that the experience of traveling on an airplane for the first time, I was very stressed out. I will put it out there. It wasn't exactly a seamless travel day. We arrived at the Philadelphia airport, which is not always the best airport. It's very crowded and people are not the like the most pleasant people. Yeah. And we want to give you guys the truth here. This is what we're doing because it, it wasn't like, oh yeah, this is fine. Everything is great. The Philly airport was mayhem and there was people everywhere. Yeah, I was very, very nervous, especially because, you know, we got there at 530 in the morning and it was a Saturday, which in hindsight, I would say if you are going to travel, maybe if you are able to not travel on the weekend, because we've been hearing people say, oh, our flights were basically empty and the airport wasn't crowded. But that was not our case. It was very crowded. I was very anxious. I almost had a panic attack after not really being out other than the grocery store or something like that for almost a year. So that part was not great. But once, you know, I just took a couple breaths, Trav talked, you know, talked me down a little bit and we we got on with the rest of our trip. You know, it, it, it got better the more that we were experiencing it, I, I would say. One of the shocking things, uh, just other than Philly Airport being absolutely packed and for some reason they had one door open to get into the terminal, which was, it was... I don't know what was going on there, but our flight. So our first flight was Philly to Miami and then Miami to Liberia, Costa Rica. And we assumed that these flights would not be that packed. Our flight from Philly to Miami was 100% full. Every single seat on the plane was full. And that was also very shocking to us and did not make us feel that comfortable at all. So again, we want you to see our side of this and, and to make the decision for yourself if you feel comfortable with this. Not every route is like that. Not every flight is like that. But from the Northeast to Miami in the middle of winter um, on a Saturday, they had packed that plane completely full. Now, Miami down to Costa Rica was maybe, what would you say, 75% full, 80% full? Yeah, there were a couple empty seats, including one next to us so that we could, you know, have... We on either flight we didn't have to sit next to a stranger because we are a family of four, so it worked out that way. And planes, they say, are actually pretty safe place to be because they recycle the air and it's like fresh air. And I mean, obviously, you it could happen. You could get COVID on a plane, but I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. It's it's generally it's safer than 
other things that people might think would be, uh, you know, would be everyday things. So um, we did look at a lot of that stuff. Obviously, stats can tell a bunch of different stories depending what you want them to say. But, you know, riding on an airplane, while certainly a risk for sure, not as big of a risk as some people might think um, compared to some other activities. So the plane rides down there were not great, not enjoyable, but they, you know, they, I do feel like the, other than packing the planes full, the people on the planes, the stewardesses and the, everyone that we came in contact with once we kind of got into the ecosystem, um, I felt did a really, really good job. It's not their fault that the planes are full or anything like that. Um, but yes. And, and so then we got here and we got to Costa Rica. And since then, uh, you know, we have had an experience that, that we have enjoyed and has felt more freeing than what we would feel in the Northeast, in Philadelphia, or even North Carolina during the winter and being much more closed up inside. Yes, for sure. And I have to say that I feel safer being here in Costa Rica than I do in an, a very populated area, which, you know, both of our homes in in the U.S. are in areas. There are a lot of people, especially Philadelphia in the suburbs of Philadelphia. I mean, going to the store, going to get gas, like there's just so many people all the time. So here in Costa Rica, number one, there are a lot fewer cases. So that makes us feel comfortable. Again, everything we do is outside and I feel like the wind circulation and the sun, you know, and the vitamin D, like the sun kills a lot of the the germs, the wind is blowing. So if somebody like were to sneeze near you, I wouldn't even feel like it would touch me. And, you know, we're also getting a lot of vitamin D, which they say is very good in, you know, fighting off sickness. So there are a lot of factors here that make us feel safer. And we are generally doing the same things we would be doing at home and taking the same safety precautions. Guess what we're not doing? going to bars, going into enclosed spaces and hanging out with lots of people, you know, inside. That's, I mean, we're not doing those things. And so we feel as though we have a lot of freedom in our life here and that it's a safer atmosphere than even being at home in the U.S. Yeah. And everyone else follows the precautions as well. So if you go into a grocery store, everyone there is wearing masks. Like it is mandatory just like it is in the U.S., um, there is also hand sanitizer and everything at the front. A lot of stores make you put hand sanitizer on when you come in, um, different things like that. So as far as the precautions being taken by establishments, I, have, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you'd say they're very similar to what you would experience in the U.S. Yes, if not more so. And people seem to be more respectful of these regulations that have been put in place. And even some stores, you have to have your temperature taken upon entering. So I feel that people take it seriously, but still have a lot of joy and freedom in their life. Whereas in the U.S., you know, sometimes the atmosphere can feel the opposite. Yeah, I think it can feel pretty stifling. And I think that, uh, you know, we're not going to get political or anything like that on this podcast today at all. But I think that the weather plays a part of it. And I think just the general malaise of people getting pretty fed up with having to be inside a lot, which is understandable. Um, I think it all kind of coalesces into this feeling of, you know, us against them, no matter which side you're on. Whereas here, people just say, okay, well, I'm going to follow these regulations. 
Um, if I'm at the beach and I'm surfing, I'm not obviously going to be wearing a mask, but if I'm sitting at an outdoor dining establishment that's open air, I, I am going to wear a mask, but then when I'm eating, I won't. So it just seems, and again, we don't speak great Spanish and we're not really diving into this with people here, but it seems to us from an outside perspective that it's a little more, hey, people are on the same page and they're just willing to do what they have to do while still trying to find out ways to enjoy life. Now, one of the reasons we decide on Costa Rica, because a lot of people were asking us this on Instagram of like, well, why Costa Rica? You know, was there some kind of thought process that you went through? We mentioned already we wanted to go somewhere warm. We wanted to go somewhere that um, for us was not that far flung. So for example, for us, that included one you know, one layover. So it was Philly to Miami, Miami to Liberia, Costa Rica. We could have went up to Newark and actually flown direct. So we did not want to be on a lot of planes for for that long. So we said, what's the warmest, closest, most convenient place that for us, this doesn't really relate to COVID, but this is a little more for just how we were feeling for this trip of what's convenient and what's easy for the kids. We don't have to save the most money. We don't have to go off the beaten path. It doesn't have to be crazy adventurous for us. We don't have to get the best deal or be in the cheapest Central American country because Costa Rica is far from that. It's it's the most expensive, but we wanted it to be a place that we felt comfortable and a place that we felt safe. And one of the things that helped us feel safe is that we actually have a friend here who was on the ground. And I'm not sure we would have come to Costa Rica had we not had our friend Jamie already living here. And he had been here since November when they lifted the travel restrictions. And we got to ask him a ton of questions because we've never been to Costa Rica. We've never obviously then been to the town of Tamarindo. And that put me at ease a bit and, and that's kind of what we're maybe hoping this podcast does for you, not encouraging you to go if you feel uncomfortable, but if you have questions and you don't know anyone who's done anything, at least you can have a firsthand experience and you're hearing from us. And so for us, we asked him a bunch of questions. What are restaurants doing or what are supermarkets doing? Are people wearing masks? What's it like? Um, and he was able to give us a lot of those answers. And that's one of the major reasons why we really decided to come to Costa Rica and Tamarindo itself was convenient, but also just knowing someone here who could give us a firsthand account. Yes, definitely. And I know that when Trav first said, like, how comfortable would you be going somewhere in the new year? And, you know, I really I thought about it for a solid month. And again, we talked to Jamie and we FaceTimed him and I said, Trav, you know, pepper him with questions. So poor Jamie. But all of his responses did make me feel a lot more comfortable with our decision. And maybe it was also because I was just ready to, to go somewhere. But I've been really conservative this whole pandemic and quite anxious more than I usually am. And so I, I was not sure I would want to go anywhere. But for whatever reason, I felt comfortable coming here to Costa Rica. And now that we're here, and we've been here for a little over a month. I am so happy that we came. Yeah, and so a lot of people have then been asking us as well, what are your pl- like? What are your plans? Um, what what do you think you're going to do now that you're there? And so for us, what we have decided on, we originally were going to be here for one month. We decided to extend that to two, and then we just recently decided to extend that to three. Um, when you go to Costa Rica, you know you you have a certain amount of time you can be in the country and all that. So we decided to extend up to that limit. And for us, the reason was because 
one, we don't necessarily relish the fact that we have to get on an airplane again. Obviously, go, coming from Costa Rica, we we do have to get on an airplane to go home. We know that's going to happen, and we knew that coming into this, obviously. But we're saying, okay, well, if we don't have to, let's not get on an airplane. Um, we're also kind of waiting to see how things in the next two months kind of balance out, both in the U.S. and both in Costa Rica. Um, the U.S. has now implemented the fact that when you come you know, you need a COVID test to come back in, uh, negative COVID test. So that happened while we were here. So we're totally fine with that. They've also said now they want you to quarantine for 14, 10, 7, whatever. There's varying reports of that. So we're fine with that when we do come home. But we said, all right, well, if we don't have to, then let's just stay here and let's wait. Canada, and there's a there's a few Canadians here in this building with us, um, the implemented thing where you have a 10-day mandatory quarantine when you come back. And uh, so we know some Canadians who are here and they're saying, well, we're definitely going to stay because we are not ready to to go back. And not that they're against mandatory quarantine necessarily. Like they're not saying we don't, we, we feel this is wrong. They're just saying, well, we're not going to go back until we figure out what's happening because I think it's $3,000 Canadian, which I mean, US, not that much, just kidding Canadians. <laughs> but, um, you know, and, and 10 days, you have to stay in a, a government mandated hotel or area. So um, the U.S. has not implemented that. But we did also, I should say this, had we did consider, and one of my friends talked to me about this, um, Sean, he was like, when you go, just consider, quote unquote, worst case scenario. And by that he meant like, what could the U.S. say you could do? What if they don't let you back in the country? What if Costa Rica doesn't let you out? Like, are you prepared to be there a little longer than you might have wanted to if something like that happens and both of us said said yes you know originally we were planning on a month we have that flexibility if someone was coming on a vacation and they had a week or two i would strongly suggest you consider that question as well like well what happens if why you're here for whatever reason a border closes or you're not able to get in or you have to go home and you have to mandatory quarantine because for us because we can work online and because our kids aren't in school and all this stuff it it wouldn't be that difficult for us we can build that into our lifestyle but if you don't have that flexibility i, I would really just I, I wouldn't be flippant in considering coming and being like well i have two weeks i'm gonna go for two weeks and then you know I'll, they're not gonna make me quarantine because you never know what's gonna happen Yes. Like we said, we are very grateful and blessed that we have the flexibility to stay for longer periods of time. I I don't think that I would be. Well, I know for a fact that I probably wouldn't be, you know, ready to just jump on a plane to come for seven days. I, I don't think that I would want to do that. But being that we can stay for a long period of time and then we even extended because it honestly felt safer to extend. You know, the longer we stay in Costa Rica hopefully the better things get all over the world. Of course, that's the hope, you know, that more vaccines will be available or with the weather in the Northern Hemisphere starting to get warmer, maybe that plays a factor. Who knows? But it seems to be the case a little bit. So we're hoping that when we come back at the end of March, things in the U.S. are a little bit better. So we feel safe here in Costa Rica. We're like, okay, well, we're going to stay here longer and we are very happy to be able to do that. Yeah, and so we just wanted to to record this, and Heather, I don't know if there's uh, any other questions that you wanted to kind of hit or points that you wanted to hit, but our, our purpose when recording this was to give you a firsthand look at the decision, everything that went into our decision, um, the 
prior to coming here, everything that went into our decision to to stay here longer, and also to give you some things to think about if you are sitting there saying, hey, I, I might want to do this, or if you're sitting there saying, like, I, I don't want to do this. And again, there are very, very good points on either I don't even want to say argument there, but there are very good points to, to either to saying, don't go anywhere, you know, stay where you are, don't do anything. And then people saying like, get out if you think it's safer and, and, and enjoy it and travel to a place that you think is safe. Fine. We're just telling you what we decided to do for ourselves. And it really helped us to hear from other people who had also gone through the thought process and decided yes or no on both sides of the of the equation because that helped us make a more informed decision. And ultimately, that is our goal is to help you, no matter which decision you end up making, to make an informed decision and one that works for you and your family. So we understand there's people out there who say don't travel no matter what. We understand there's people out there who are fast traveling through a bunch of countries and and don't care at all. Um, we think that we fall pretty close to the middle of being very conscientious and trying to think about all the different parts that happen if we're traveling um, while also saying, okay, um, if it makes sense for us, we're, we're going to try to do this. And it is something that we thought about. I mean, you know, being in the travel industry since March, since last March, when people yeah. were saying to us, well, when are you going to travel again? Well, what do you think is going to happen when travel? When are we going to be, you know, we didn't have any of those answers, but we've been thinking about it now for a whole 10 months. And this is kind of the decision that we came up with and why. Right. And to jump on to what Travis is saying, like us being travelers and thinking like since March of 2020, when are we going to travel again? Our travel style has changed for a lot of reasons, you know, because we have kids, because we're older and we're not backpacking anymore. But also because of this pandemic, we are staying in one place. We are in Tamarindo in the same apartment for three months. We're not jet setting around we're not going to a lot of different places like we have a home base set up here now in an apartment and that makes me feel comfortable that makes me feel safe it makes me feel like we're having the same life that we would have um in the u.s except where it's sunny warm and we can go to the beach we can go to the beach yeah and just to finish that point hath we had this exact, we said this these exact words when we were deciding if we wanted to travel or not and, and where we wanted to travel and how we wanted to do it. And we basically said, or I said to you and then you said to me, I think as well, we want to live the same life that we are living at home, being cautious, having our own place, not sharing, you know, a, a hotel or a hostel or anything with other people but we want to be able to do it somewhere that's warmer, that allows us to be outside more, that allows us to be at a pool, at the beach, allows our kids to be outside, to be breathing fresh air. And ultimately, as you mentioned, the reason we decided on Costa Rica was that it was close enough. We didn't have to be on a lot of airplanes. And also we had someone on the ground here to give us that feedback. So that's why we're here in Costa Rica. Yeah. And I know a lot of people on Instagram also asked questions about traveling with kids, traveling with toddlers, uh, traveling with kids and COVID. And, you know, I touched on it a little bit at the beginning of the call. And I have to say that because COVID doesn't really affect children very much, that played a huge factor because <laughs> if kids were getting sick and dying at the same rate as adults, I don't think that we would have taken this trip with our children. 
No, we definitely well, not. Course, we don't yeah. think we definitely <laughs> would not have. Of course not. Yet, yeah, of course we wouldn't have. Um, but that did make me feel better knowing that the kids are are relatively, you know, not. They're 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 safe, right? Um, as much as they possibly can be. So, on the flights. It was Wit wearing his mask because he's three and everyone over two had to wear a mask and he took it off when he had a snack and then he put it back on when he was done. And, you know, we sanitized the heck out of all of us the whole time. Like you touch something, here's sanitizer. So for me, uh, once we got through that first flight that was really crowded on the second flight uh, from Miami to Costa Rica, I felt much more at ease. You know, I brought things for the kids, special cheap little toys that I got from the Target $1 bin section to keep them occupied. Uh, I brought snacks. That's another thing. They're not serving you food on any of the flights because of COVID. So make sure that you have something to eat and some snacks and some drinks and things like that. And it really, it was no... It wasn't that bad. And because I was so worried about COVID, I wasn't at all worried about traveling with the kids. Whereas normally I might be like, oh, what if Hattie screams for the whole time or whatever? No, I was just like, let's just not get COVID. So traveling with the kids was the super easy part <laughs> to me in this in this trip, in this scenario. So uh, if you're wanting to travel with kids, I think that obviously it can be done and it's not really any harder because of COVID, in my opinion. Yeah, and we welcome anyone's questions or thoughts or opinions about this. We just ask that you be as respectful as possible. There are going to be people out there who I'm sure will not be respectful and, and will say stuff about us or how dumb we are, how stupid we are, ignorant we are. And listen, you're welcome to your opinion. That's fine. But we did get a really nice message on Instagram from someone who is a doctor asking us about why we were traveling and did it in, in a very respectful way. And we truly, truly appreciated that because we do welcome other people's opinions and thoughts and questions. Um, and we're just here to tell you to the best of our knowledge and to the best of, uh, you know, of our research and stuff, what we considered and why we considered doing it. And that's what we just told you here. So thank you guys for listening. And thank you so much again. Please feel free. We know this is a, a sensitive or touchy subject or or just one that there, you know, that there's a lot of questions around and a lot of information that might be misinformation or a lot of information that you don't know um, who to trust or, or what to believe. And so this is our firsthand account of what it was like. And so again, if you have questions, hit us up at Extra Pack of Peanuts on Instagram um, with questions, thoughts, and comments. And until next time, guys, thank you so much for the support as always. And until next time, happy free travels. I saw you on my way through. On my way through. I saw you and I'll see you again someday.